It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford. Come right back at you here for the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the great guys at LakersBall.com, Catch Ox1947 today at LakersBall.com. Plus, you can go ahead and catch our good friends Jamie Sweet and Laker Tom at Lakerholics.com, plus our good friends at Hoopheads Podcast Network. And if you can support all that, plus, please subscribe today on our YouTube channel so you get the latest notifications on when we're going on there. And I actually put a couple dates in the schedule coming up here this weekend to go ahead that you can check out on a schedule plan. We're going to try and start doing a little bit more of a schedule thing. And if you can support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, welcome once again to the Lakers Fast Break. But one of the things that we have planned out for you as far as our one-on-one series of conversations with some of the great staff here at the Lakers Fast Break is one of our good friends, Mr. Joe Sorrell, a show that he was a part of for many years on the radio, and it was the Nighthawks. And he said, Gerald, if we bring back any of these shows that you're going to do, these shows that you're going to create, the Lakers Weekend with Sean Grice, Tuesdays with Laker Tom, Lakers Late Night with Jamie Sweet, you got to go ahead and bring back the Nighthawks. And so guess what? We're going to go ahead and bring you now the return of the Nighthawks and here's the man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out today again at LakersBall.com. It is Joe Soro. And Joe, great to have you here. I know that you have a rant in store for people because we hit a lot of likes when requested, but great to have you here. The Nighthawks have now returned. It's been almost, uh, I think, right around a decade that I that I last did the Nighthawks with my good friend, Critters Bryant, uh, at KKSM 1320 in North San Diego at Palomar College. Uh, I only agreed to do this because you had a lot of support for everyone else's individual, what you're calling rants. I wouldn't necessarily call this a rant. Uh, Otherwise, I'd be just, that would be talking. (laughs) It's an interpretation thing. What someone might think is a rant is, I, I, I think is just discussion. 
And the rant, as you call it, was birthed on LakersBall.com a few weeks ago. I couldn't really go through a post on there to explain the intricacies of how to judge, how to, how to be objective to a situation. And it's going to be a little bit of life with sports because there's no other way to look at it. And being that we're in a sensitive, we've always been in a sensitive time, but it's more sensitive now because more people have the avenue to say it versus, let's say, 10 years ago. Uh, And a lot of people can't handle the criticism. They can't handle the retorts. They either get defensive and, you know, people are always tough online where they, they know that they can't, they don't have to look at somebody in the eye. And even then, a lot of people will cower towards confrontation. Mm-hmm. Now, my assessment of that is, and again, I'm going to tailor this to what's been going on with the Lakers, is if you're telling the truth, you shouldn't be scared. What's the truth? The truth is the truth. You know, if, if somebody says, well, where did you come up with that analysis? Well, I read this and I made a conclusion that this is what happened. And you try to correlate as best you can to, for, for it to have the common sense that it needs. So looking at, let's say, Russell Westbrook, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it with the obvious one. So we're looking at Russell Westbrook. And then we're hearing the optimistic Laker Tom type discussions. Now, Laker Tom isn't too positive on on Westbrook, but Laker Tom has the optimistic look of things. Um, optimism is a it could be a subjective thing as well. I feel like I'm optimistic. Some might think I'm not. If I had to pick a word, I'm realistic. I am not. I try not to live in fantasy especially if it's serious. If it's a serious question and you need an answer, you have to give the reality answer. And sometimes you're wrong. Last year, someone asked me, you really think Russell Westbrook's going to work for this team? I said, well, the track record says LeBron James can play with anyone. Why? Because he's a, he's, a, he's a team player. He's a pass-first type guy. And Russell Westbrook is a ball-handling guard whom could probably take a little bit of the load off LeBron. What I didn't anticipate was him playing uh, Mike Penberthy defense and missing layups. I expected his attitude. I expected his attitude. I actually thought Frank Vogel would be able to work around that because Frank Vogel is a company man. He he always says the right things. He's He'll hide behind the fake narrative just so that he doesn't cause drama. But reality says he, he, he was what he was. And it got worse where he was because the pressure in L.A. is much larger than Oklahoma City, much larger than in Houston, and definitely much, uh, much harder and longer than it is in Washington. So him coming home and all that stuff, that didn't mean anything. It mattered, mattered, you put a Laker uniform on you, all that stuff goes away. So – 
looking at his situation now, and I know that uh, Coach Ham is singing his praises, and maybe he should, maybe he shouldn't. Maybe he's doing it because he's playing the in-case situation where what if he does show up opening night? But But the reality is, Russell Westbrook is everything you didn't you never want on a te- in a team sport. He is concerned about his individual accolades. He takes no accountability. He blames no one but others. That's it. He doesn't blame himself for anything. Um, and he's a little ma- immature and, and very immature. And you know, maturity again is also subjective. I feel like I'm immature sometimes too. You know, with the fam and friends and all that. To a degree, but again, back back to the when it comes down to showtime, when it comes down to real life stuff, that's why that's when you got to f- look in the mirror, focus, and realize: Are you dividing or are you fixing? So, how do I correlate that with everyday life? Well, what happens when you run into someone you work with who takes no accountability, who ruined? the company in one year versus the year before and the year before and the year before. And you look at your numbers and you say, this is the worst year we've ever had as a business. And that person doesn't take any accountability. And that person is not communicating with anyone. What what would you do? How do you assess that situation? Well, you assess that situation by likely getting rid of that employee. How do you recognize that? I got that question. How do you recognize who's going to be good, who's going to be bad? A lot of times you can see it right off the bat. 90% of the time I would say yes. Actually, it might even be higher. But what you try to do is you try to see like a football coach or like a basketball coach. Does this person fit somewhere where we can kind of harness what he's good at and just keep him away or keep her away from what would trigger them to not do well? And as a leader, as a management, as an owner, as a coach, whatever, as a, whatever leadership role you're in, you got to be able to then put that because you've, you've had the experiences of, of what happens when it goes wrong. I think most of the people that are in this business, the Laker business should have that by now. When you don't, when you don't know anymore, or you're sure that this is not going to work, you don't just continue it. Okay, you're trying to trade them. You're trying to do this. You're trying to do that. But my hope now is, and this was something I said last year after the All-Star break, and unfortunately no one listened, was he needs to sit. He is a detriment to the team. He is not going to help you win because how are you going to help – this team win when you're you're not doing the fundamentals and you're supposed to be the the highest paid player on the team highest paid player ever on the team actually and in, in, in laker history and you have a young team that's also behind ad and lebron how are those guys going to help you get better and try to make one last run to the playoffs but those decisions were not made for whatever reason. They were not made. They they did not say, look, we're not going to play you. No one went up to Russell Westbrook and said, at least I haven't heard it. 
and said, you take no accountability for your actions. You're terrible on defense, and you miss layups, wide-open layups. If you're not going to change this within the next couple of weeks, you're going to sit down, and you're not playing anymore. How does that feel? Is that is that is that mean? Is that logical? Are we talking common sense here? Oh well, he, does he make too much money? What what, the, what difference does it make? You're paying him the money anyways. So at this point, at, at that point, we all. So I I like to reiterate that I made a mistake. I thought it would work. Why? Why did I think it, it would work? Because your number one guy has always made it work. But life, sometimes out of nowhere, something doesn't work. And in this situation, LeBron finally ran into the wall that he couldn't get through when it came to working with another star or another player. It just happened to be this one. Well, how do you fix it? Guys, when you you know you're not progressing, you got to either cut it or move it out. And the Russell Westbrook thing is, is, is one of those two things. There is no other way. So in conclusion with the Russell Westbrook thing, I, I, I would be shocked if he's, if he's in a Laker uniform on opening night. But let's just say he is. You have to sit him out. You have to, you have to do a John Wall on him. If you have any shot at, at, at least competing next year. And then if you're lucky, you got to... I know, G, you've been talking about the trade deadline. Someone might finally bite. Okay, but he cannot be in the locker room. He cannot be on that court with these young guys, especially right now. We have a few other guys that are going to be coming in. The guy is a terrible influence to young players and chemistry. And then LeBron being the passive-aggressive person that he is and AD being the kind of like easygoing type of guy he is, None of those guys have the sack, the sack to, to really go up to his face and do a Kobe or do a Shaq or do any of those guys. And I want you guys to understand, I'm 44 years old. I grew up with Kobe, Jordan, Shaq, those types. And I'm not get I'm not the I mean you can interpret that as the get off my lawn guy. I am not. Okay, I'm very in tune with modern technology. I actually had this discussion last night about it. I said, you know, I wouldn't have what I have right now without this era, it, I would not. 20 years ago, I wouldn't be able to do what I do right now. So I'm very appreciative of, of, of the advance of the advancements of things. Being able to watch a Laker game or a Dodger game wherever I want to, wherever I am. I mean, you have any idea how many times I've watched a, a, a full Dodger game? Imagine watching a full baseball game, not in your house, You're, on my phone. You know, I'm in an area where I can watch it. So I'm very in tune with today's because I do have friends that are like, Joe, you're, you're, you're just... You're a boomer. I'm like, first of all, Dodgers sneaking up on the Yankees, my friend. Well, they're already, uh, they're already, they're already up in the winning percentage. Yeah, but they're two games in the win column behind the Yankees. Right, but they're one less loss. That's all that matters. Okay, but no, but they were actually far behind them. I'm not worried about the Yankees. I actually was never, I was never worried about the Yankees. I knew they were, uh, I knew they were playing above their heads. The the team I want is Houston. I want Houston in a World Series, and I want the Dodgers. To sweep <laughs> I wonder the why. Yeah, I want them to sweep the belief the out of them. Okay, all right, give back so, to the Lakers, my friend. There you go. So Russell Westbrook cannot 
play another day, another game for the Lakers, regardless of what happens. Why? What, what, what did I incorporate in that discussion? Hopefully somebody can take something from it. Is you got to be very in tune with how the person, how, how people do things you, 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 so that you can have better friends, have better uh, uh, family members around you. And, and if you're running any kind of an organization or a business or whatever, you got to be able to really know when just, it's just like cancer guys, you get cancer early. You have a very high probability that you're not going to get hurt by it. If you let it linger, this is what happens. But the, there's an increasing possibility that he is going to remain on the roster Right. And the thing is, with LeBron's extension, you know, mm-hmm. okay, the possibility of an extension, I should say, a week from today, as we're speaking, that's a possibility around the corner. They're obviously going to try and, and offer him something. Whether or not he accepts it is obviously a different case altogether. The thing is, though, with Westbrook, him being on the roster, that's going to be a major point of contention. Even if you have him sit out, even if you have him do a John Wall for the entire season until his contract gets traded, or he becomes a free agent if you let it play itself all the way out through the rest of next season, that's going to be an issue because LeBron, if he doesn't commit, that's really going to send things into even a more nervous situation in Los Angeles. That's only going to heighten the tension, my friend. Okay, I'm going to go from light to hard to back to light. Okay. And you already know my feelings on LeBron James. I do. Yeah. Um, Kenneth Stone, if you're listening, you probably want to turn off your mic. <laughs> uh, LeBron James is by far and, – and this is always – it's always lingered there before he became a Laker. It became worse – when he became a Laker uh, because now he's representing something I care about. I didn't care about the Cavs or Miami or whatever the hell he was doing outside that. But I have no feeling for LeBron James in terms of whether he's coming back or not. I I know that it's, 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 I know it would be easier to win with him, but is it, are we, I mean, we just had the worst Lakers season with him playing averaging 30 points a game. His, his, mouth outside of the game is against everything that I believe in outside the game. I don't, I don't, I don't, I have very, very little respect for his uh, backtracking, uh, his contradictions and his passive aggressiveness. His passive aggressiveness tactics are, I've, I've, I noticed that about a lot of the 30-year-olds that I've talked to, early 30, 30-year-olds, not, not saying I don't, I don't get along with them, but there's a, there's a, there's a rift in that particular generation. Well, the where... thing I, I say here is because he is, again, on the verge of being offered a new contract or an extension per se, you cannot let him walk out the door if he decides he wants to leave at some point without anything in return. Well, that if he doesn't be- sign the extension, are they going to have the sack to trade him? Okay, if you're not going to get – if he doesn't sign the extension, then what are you going to do, Jeannie and Rob? Are you going to sit there and tell us – give us lip service? Or are you going to have the Danny Ainge method of saying, all right, well, I'm going to trade you somewhere else and I'm going to get something out of this. I have 
I, I, I'm, I'm trying to say this in, in a look, I've gotten angry at my family members and my friends. This that doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean I hate them. Okay. But I'm going to, if you screw up really bad, I'm going to tell you straight up, you sucked at this. Jeannie and Rob are sucking right now. Okay. And if you don't trade LeBron James, if you don't want to lose him for nothing and he doesn't sign an extension, then that's on you. Then you you you're 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 the you have no then you then you likely don't have any business doing what you're doing, you know, writing tweets at three a.m. or whatever the hell it was. Is this is this is this who you want leading your your team your business? You know, we've gotten I've gone over this this other stuff too with the loans and taking away Jerry West tickets like. I'm not going to go into that again because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to waste my time and thoughts on that. But the bottom line is I don't have a lot of respect for most of these people because they, 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 they wilt under pressure. Why does LeBron have the choking moniker? Okay, you look at his numbers and you're like, well, he's hit a lot of clutch shots, right? But is it, but, but is it about the numbers? Is it really about the numbers? I mean, I know what I'm watching. I know what I'm watching. I know a lot about Moneyball. What does Moneyball do? What is what are what is what does this statistics do? I watched Kobe Bryant for 20 years. I watched Michael Jordan as an adult for 10 years. Okay? I know what clutch is. I know what real men should be doing. Now, what real men should be doing. When you're a leader as a man, be a man. Don't hide behind something. Don't do innuendos, okay? Tell us what's up. And when you say something, make sure you don't backtrack every other time you say something. When you have that kind of guy leading your team, is it no wonder that you can't get a hold of Westbrook? You can't push AD a little bit. You can't do any of this stuff. Where? Oh, of course, when things are going well, oh, he's a great leader. But what happens when the pressure hits? That's the pressure we're talking about. That's the pressure we're talking about. Remember when Bynum, back on the, on the back-to-back season where he messed up his, where Lamar fell on his leg again? Do you and remember Kobe what Kobe did after leg. that? Was it Kobe? It was Kobe. I'm sorry. You were right. Yeah. It was Kobe. You remember what, what happened after that? The, the, the Lakers fans out there remember. I remember. Kobe was distraught, and he was dis, dis, in dismay. Did he did he wilt? Did he wilt under did he go and cry about it? No. We went six and oh. Six and oh during the Grammy trip. Dropped 61 in New York. Beat LeBron in, Le- in Cleveland. I can go on and on on that one. Well, I'm just gonna say here that I think LeBron James needs you, you need just need to make sure that you understand that he has a a complete history of, of achievements that he, yes, he doesn't have the greatest finals record in the world. We all know that, but he has, you know, so many appearances. He's got in nothing the to do with that, Gene. He's got first wins of, in the finals. He's got great performances in the I've finals. Never, first of all, anyone who, who brings that stupid statistic up for, for his situation is, is it, it doesn't watch the games or is just wanting to be a dick. Okay. That's, that's the bottom line. If you look at his 10 finals appearances, he lost 
in my book, two series he should have won. The other series he had no shot. Okay. Well, the 07, fact that he's gone. Well, the fact he's gone to ten finals. How many? Yeah, players but, but you have to that? also understand, Gerald. Come on, the East was just come on. The guy was beating third-rate teams like Toronto on the road on his way there. It, it, look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I already have had this discussion. The guy lost two finals he should have won. Okay. The other four was 07, um, 15, 17, and 18. 15, his, half his team was gone in, in injuries, and he still almost won that series. They were up 2-1 in 15 against Golden State. 17 and 18, I mean, come on. If Durant doesn't go to Golden State and create a mega super team, he, he probably would have won at least one of those, right? 14 and 11, okay? He was in his prime. He was the he was he had what he needed to get a competitive team. Shouldn't have won, should not have lost those two finals. But I don't care about the finals appearances. I don't care about his four and six record. My irritation with LeBron James is LeBron James. And it's really not about basketball. And I don't like how he does things. I don't like when he talks. I don't like it. I don't like I don't and, and he's wearing a Laker uniform and it kills me because I gotta support this guy. And he and he he goes against and he's again, he's not and everybody what was it? People are like, well, he's never been arrested. He's a good family. I'm like, you're supposed to do that. You're supposed to not get arrested, and you're supposed to be a good family man when you're married with kids. Why are you giving this mantle up to some guy, whoever it is, it doesn't matter who it is, that, oh, you're, 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 you're a good person because you do this. You're supposed to do stuff like that. What you're also not supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do, is backtrack every time you say something. Because you have a 100 million people following you. There are people out there that confide in you as a leader. And when you're saying dumb things and then retracting, what do you think that's going to do? What do you think that's going to set? And then again, it falls back on, look at our situation. Look at the leadership. Look at outside basketball. So when we're talking on Lakers ball about all this stuff, if I had met a LeBron James, let's say he's not even in basketball, and he says the stuff he says, you know how long it would take me to tell him off? Probably three seconds. Because I've done it. I've done it before. Are you going to keep backtracking every time you say something? Maybe if you start thinking a little bit. You don't want to do research? You want to just, you know, see what's on ESPN? Okay, that's fine. Then shut up. And I'm not saying shut up and dribble. No, I am not saying that. I am not saying that. Because right away that has connotations that people go all over the place with. No, I am not saying that. But when you're wrong on what you say, Stop doing that because you are wrong. You don't know what's going on. You act like you do. That's the stuff I do outside my life. Know your stuff. If you don't know, I'm going to have more respect for you if you say, you know what, I don't know this, and it's out of my realm. I'm going to give you an example. Michael Jordan. I'm noticing that there's a little bit more criticism on Michael Jordan now because I guess there's this thing going on where he didn't do enough for his, you know, for things, his community is whatever. He only cared about making money and being Michael Jordan. They inter- they asked him that question and he said, look, I'm a basketball player. Okay. And I did this at the time. And you know what? If you don't like that, maybe you shouldn't follow me. 
Maybe I'm not the right person to, to follow. How perfect of a thing to say. You know, like, if you don't like what I do, then I'm, I'm sorry. That, that, that's where I was. That's where I am. That's who I am. If it doesn't, if you don't like it, then maybe you shouldn't follow me. I do the same thing. I do the same thing. Guys, I do a certain thing with my work, my family life, my friends. Look, I got friends 10 deep. I got friends 20 deep. I've been married for 14 years, happily married. I got healthy kids. I got great community. I got great neighbors. Neighbors, we can party together. So if you're going to come back at me, I'm always going to say the same thing, guys. Look at Michael Jordan's credibility. Look at, you know, look at the credibility of the people that are telling you things. That, that, that does matter. That does matter. And the credibility for LeBron James is he talks out of his butt 90% of the time about stuff he has no idea about. And what it does is it, 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 it explains why the things that are going on with the team are going on. I disagree with you on that. I disagree with you that he does it 90% of the time. I, I mean, there's been occasions where he's had to backtrack. His recent comments on the Brittany Griner situation, he did have to backtrack on that. And I'm hoping that her situation is going to be resolved and she'll be brought home back ASAP. She will not be brought home. I'm just She will asking. not be brought home. Now, here's the thing. Was so it I'm just Paul asking. I'm, so I'm just, so let's talk about that for a second. Paul, is it Paul Whelan that's over there? The, the Marine? I believe they, so, they're, yes. They're, they're blaming him for, for some kind of espionage. He's that's sentenced correct. to what, 30, 26 years in, in, in prison? The no, fact that they've... Okay, the other thing is that bothers me. This is this is the other thing that bothers me, okay? This is, goes back to, again, this this constant nonsense of, 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 of lies, okay? If I had a button... To bring her back, I would press it in less than a half a second. So I want to I want to start with that. But this should be a lesson, and this is something LeBron James should take advantage of. But they don't. No one does because they're worried about getting judged. I'm being told to my face that Brittany Griner is a role model. A role model. They're saying she's a role model. And I'm looking at the things that she's done. And I'm going, what have we done in this society that that now this is a role model? Careful, Joe. I'm serious. So we're looking at LeBron James now. LeBron James is going that route. What is a role model? What are we supporting here? She is a sensational basketball player. She's an American citizen who is uh, detained for a very lousy reason and should be, should be her and Paul Whelan should be back home in the United States right now. That's I'll yeah. leave it at that. Okay. Well, can we I'll just, leave it at can that. We just, can we just agree on that? Can yeah, just... I, I definitely agree with that. Again, I'm, okay. I'm, I told you, like I said, if I had a button to put, bring her back, I would. The problem is you, you're there. This, this, there's just too much nonsense around this stuff and things would be things would be much better well i'm just uh, in the least if meantime, you stop if you stop kind of bsing around this kind of stuff okay you, you you're you know i feel like i'm getting my i'm getting my intelligence insulted here again it leads to a bunch of stuff it leads to a bunch of what what it all makes sense now why things are going the way they're going i'm going to tell it back to basketball now i'm just what I'm goes just, on okay yeah well, I'm just I, I, saying. I'm just saying that I, you said ninety percent of the stuff that you, 
I disagree with you on that assessment. He there he has made mistakes as far as public statements, just like everybody who does that enough and you know puts out as much as they put out there, they are bound to make some type of slip up every now and then. But I do think that he does put out. You think it's really about mistakes. that? You think it's really about that? Uh, well, that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Okay. I, think. Uh, I think there are mistakes. We make mistakes. We're all human. I make mistakes every day. Well, there are things that he said out there that, that well, he we, puts you, out there for that he's thinking about that are clearly thought out, that are clearly said in, in in some type of, you know, looking for some type of response, whether it's from directly by the team that he's playing for or the general public at large that he puts out there. So that I think that's something that he does, you know, as far as calculated. I think there's sometimes, like you said, with the Brittany Griner thing where it was kind of like maybe he should have thought that out a little bit longer before he made those statements but he backtracked he apologized and 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 we'll go from there at some point when you keep making the same bad decision and you keep apologizing at some point you're like look i'm i'm done with your apologies uh this doesn't hurt my feelings yeah i don't i'm not gonna get off the show and go you know Whatever, whatever. I'm not talking about LeBron James in my personal life. No, but, but let's talk. But like, let's get back but, to the player. The but player. getting back to the player, it it does it, it does correlate with this thing with sports, with the team, with the culture of the NBA. Thirty-one years I've been watching the NBA. I've watched culture. I mean, basketball. You could you could argue the basketball players we've watched: Shaq, Kobe. Duncan, Jordan, these guys are, these guys shifted cultures all in every ounce of every area of the world. They matter to, to a lot of people. The, even the ones that say they're just basketball players. No, they're not. They're not. They're, they're hope. They're, they're the modern day gladiators. The ones, you know, all this, the Iliad, you know, stories of Achilles and Hector and, this is who these guys are now. We don't have the the warriors with the swords anymore. Now they're with they're with a basketball. We want to see feats of amazing athletic ability and and, and and those those type of things. And and because we we live normal lives, and these guys show us something that's you know kind of above normal. And for me, it's really about the hypocrisy of things. I, I don't I don't care about uh which area you work in. I don't care which place you, you, you hang out at, who your friends are. As long as you're not hurting children, you're not hurting women and, and murdering people, innocent people, you're you're you this is America, you should be free to do what you want. But when you get caught with any kind of hypocrisy, I I'm gonna call you out. And Back to the game, back to the team situation, and my rant is it, it does play a factor in this. It does. It does because there's a distraction. It's already hard enough to win when you're, when you're focused. It's much harder when you have a, your main leaders distracting things. And that's kind of where I stand on this. It's a distraction. It's something I have to read. And it bothers me because it's against a lot of what – I believe it in terms of common sense, not because they're not agreeing with what I agree with politically or socially. That has nothing to do with it. It's affecting now 
what I'm trying to just kind of get away from that stuff and just enjoy my time. That's the part that I, that's the part that bothers me is I, I, there are thousands of avenues now. There's no, it's not NBC, ABC, and CBS and, 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 and public access channels anymore. There's a million avenues. There's a million forums. You can send your message out without having to deal with, you know, being a distraction to what we're trying to keep kind of separate in a, in, in a way. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know, condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that, and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. So I ask you this, my friend, and we'll close up this part, this rant per se. On the Nighthawks from the Lakers Fast Break podcast, we are one week away from a decision that hopefully will be made by the organization putting out a contract extension offer to LeBron. And then of course, I don't expect any type of resolvement right away on this. I think there'll be actually some time to mull it over or to drag this out one way or the other. I have no idea whether or not he's going to sign it or not. The question now becomes in a week, what the Lakers should be doing in regards to LeBron James and LeBron James and his extension. Everything I've heard about this is LeBron likes playing in L.A. I I don't see why that would be a lie. If he really likes playing in L.A., he's going to sign the extension. If he doesn't care, then he won't. And then the Lakers have to make a decision. 
I, I there's no other way to look at it. And for me, yeah. in terms of my feeling on it, I I don't have I'm indifferent if he's here next year or not. I don't care. I, I don't. I'm 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 not. I'm and I'm kind of Laker toming the whole AD thing because that's really all we got left. Yeah. Um, and really, it's not really optimism. It's he's still 29. And it's not. No, he's thirty. Well, he's thirty now. Yeah, um, he still has time to play at a, at a high level. You know, at least if let's say three years, that's a long time. I'd like to see if we can get something here. With uh, him you're higher. You're years. higher in that assessment. I know that we talked about that. Yeah, I, can, the, 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 I mean, you're more confident on his ability to go ahead and excel than I am simply because of the health issue. And that's just... Well, if, if it's not... If you're going to know this year, probably. Yeah. If, if he doesn't make it through, then yeah. You said that can, in the comments on the last episode. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah. If, if, but but you, have to, you have to go into this going, okay, we still have a 30-year-old superstar who, who's got a set of skills that are very, very important in, in the NBA to win titles. And you're going to have a lot of money next year to do some things as well. Lakers have to really, really figure out how they're going to turn the page on this. This is this should be their decision. It shouldn't be LeBron's decision. You should never, ever let any player... Dr. Buss didn't let Shaquille dictate what he was going to do with the team in 04. He basically told Shaq, he goes, look, big fella, I'd love to pay you 30 million, but I can't afford it. I'll pay you 20, but you want 30. If you don't want 20, then I'll trade you. That's how it should be. I'm sorry, but that's how it should be. And we're not like that right now. We're, you know, Genie, this isn't the first time Genie's kind of done some stuff where you're like, you know, the the, the stay D12 stuff from 12, 2012. That was the, that was like the precursor to all this. I'm like, really? I remember thinking at that time, I'm going, really? <laughs> D12 stay? You, you're Kobe. You, you keep talking about Kobe. Kobe would have never said that. Why, why would you say that? See, it's easy. It's real easy to say, oh, I wish Kobe was here. Well, Kobe was there in 2012. Do you really think he would have said yes to putting up a sign that says D12? Stay? Well, speaking of Dwight Howard. Yeah, I thought that segue would would go in perfect with what you want to do. Okay, well, you go ahead. Finish up the rant. Finish up the rant. No, I – okay, I'm going to end it on this. Colin Cowherd, I know you like Colin Cowherd. Not not at all. He he was one of the guys that I – I studied in terms of broadcasting. He does it really well. (laughs) The ability to put in current sports themes with uh, a general audience and comparing it to what people identify with. That's essentially what it was. I just heard one clip of it for 10 minutes. It's not, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't swear a Bible on Colin Coward. I'm just saying that's one of the first like outlines or templates that I, that I heard about on how to run a show. However, um, he did say something that I still that I still remember and I still like to say. Uh, don't watch what people say; watch what they do. I thought that was a phenomenal line. I still use it to this day. Uh, I think you'll find yourself, people out there, when you're when you're talking to people, your friends, and this is a good button on this. Your friends, your family. I know it's much easier to take the the, the high road or the easy road and not say anything, and that's fine most of the time when it's something mundane. But if it's something important and you know that somebody's saying something, but they're doing something else, you, you need to call them out. You need to call them out. 
Because a lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. Watch what people don't watch. Don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Sometimes you'll even watch. You'll even hear them contradict themselves in the same sentence. It's kind of hilarious when you when you first start to notice it. Um, they don't even know they're doing it. Probably they don't even know it. And I guess my rant is over. Well, fair enough indeed. But if you have any thoughts on what Joe Soro has ranted upon, because in the past his rants have gotten the internet in an uproar. I mean, we've gotten a lot of Twitter feedback at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter. If you want to go ahead and talk to him directly, he's always at LakersBall.com. Be part of one of the great groups today. You'll check out Ox1947. If you got any feedback for him directly there, LakersBall.com. Of course, like I said, Twitter at Lakers Fast Break. Of course, Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. Thank you so much to everybody who's emailed us over the past couple of weeks. We truly appreciate it. Once again, we are scheduling out more often our shows. And there, you want to go ahead and check out our YouTube channel today. You will actually see when we have scheduled our upcoming shows for this weekend. So go ahead and check that out. And be a subscriber today so you can go ahead and get the notifications on when we go live with the Lakers Fast Break podcast. But before we head on out on this edition of the Nighthawks, want to go ahead and talk to you real quick about Dwight Howard. Speaking of D12, Dwight Howard, who is a free agent, uh, not any interest right now for any NBA team, which is amazing the fact that DeAndre Jordan, who is considerably by a long shot, was thought of as the worst player in the NBA last year, still seemingly found a job and found it within the first five minutes in Denver as a backup center. And it still just blows me away that he actually got a deal done and Dwight Howard didn't. But Dwight Howard was in Nashville today as part of the ongoing three-day seminar of basically tryouts for the World Wrestling Entertainment because he's always said his fascination is with the WWE and becoming a part of it one day. So I ask you, my friend, I heard his, uh, I guess, uh, tryout, so to speak, started. Basically, went is today just on interviews, and you went up on the stage and just basically did a rant or an interview, a quick one to two minute rant, just calling out a maybe a promo per se, as they say in the business. But your thoughts on Dwight Howard possibly ending up in the WWE? Well, I don't know how he would physically. Uh, he's got bad bad back. He's got a bad back. Yeah, and that that. Sport Can't is not bumps. very. You can you can you can visibly see it. I was talking to my buddy of mine about The Rock. You could see The Rock, as phenomenal of a, of a physique as he has, he he doesn't move very well. And you know, twenty years of falling down on that mat, that does uh, that you know that does a lot of things to the stomach, the back, the hips, the legs, knees, the neck. You know, the neck. The yeah. <laughs> White Howard. Uh, you know. God bless him. I, I I hope he finds something after basketball. I don't know what. I I would say maybe NBA TNT type stuff if he can. Um, he does he does have a quirky personality that I think could translate to to TV for sure. But wrestling, um, unfortunately, is too scripted these days uh, for it to really be what it probably should be and a lot of it is scripted because of you know the I'm assuming probably because of the sensitivity type things that have you know uh, 
and this is not, I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about there's been a lot of tragedy uh, in the last 15 years that I think uh, Vince, now that he's retired, but his family have had to stay away from the Chris, the Chris Benoit's and a lot of the wrestlers that were passing away early. Uh, at some point, I think that pressure start, finally started to get a little too tight and he had to change. I, 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 I get a lot of that stuff with the, Oh, wrestling wasn't what it used to be. I'm like, well, they can't anymore. They Plus, can't. it's going to back to a TV PG after their TV 14 era with the Attitude Era and whatnot. They went back to a TV PG format. There is talk of them possibly going back into a TG, TV 14 for, format. So hopefully down the line, they can go well, ahead. K, and- K-Feb, I think, I think that kind of... K-Fabe. K-Fabe, sorry. I always say it wrong. Not having that kind of took away a little of the mystique, but the Attitude Era carried that a little bit more to, to the other way, you know, to less insulting of the intelligence. However, I really believe that unfortunately wrestling is like professional bodybuilding and in turn professional bodybuilding. And I love professional bodybuilding. I think it's a phenomenal sport. Problem is it's too circus. You know, it's like a freak show and wrestling has always been a freak show. People like circus. People always like the circus. People like freak shows. And most of the wrestlers these days are all Dean Malenko sized and Chris Benoit sized uh, because they're not, I'm sure some of them are doing things, but it's not like the Warlord or Hogan in his prime or Ultimate Warrior. You know, you, you had these guys that were six foot four, six foot eight. 330 pounds of shredded muscle, you know. But now you but, could possibly have a guy that's 7'1", 270, 280, who is uh, still, even at his age of 36, is chiseled in stone in Dwight Howard. Yeah, but Dwight's he's, that back. He's got a bad back, and, you know, I I, I don't know how, I don't know how, you know, if I, 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 I'd have to see him do a suplex to, to see is he going to wrestle like Lawrence Taylor did against Ben Ben Bigelow at WrestleMania? Going uh, back to the '90s when you had Rodman and I thought Carmelo I thought Rodman looked absolutely disgustingly terrible when he wrestled. <laughs> Carmelo wasn't bad. I think he did pretty well. He, um, he looked like he was taking it seriously. Well, it's probably because Carmelo has always kind of had a feeling for wrestling. He grew up in the South and. The South wrestling was, was, I think a little bit more authentic. It was a little bit more authentic versus kind of cartoony. Um, so it kind of became more of a. It's a I guess it, people took it more seriously back that down there. Uh, I've seen some footage and stuff of people really going crazy on wrestlers. <laughs> so I I don't know I don't know any um, other than maybe Steve McMichael. When he uh, went from football to wrestling, I'm trying to shout out to else. him. I know because I know he's suffering. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, yeah, ALS. Um, yeah. He's he's a champ too, man. He's yeah. taking it like a champ. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, there were a lot of former football players. Brian Pillman was a Cincinnati Bengal, or and Lex Luger, I think, might have played a little bit. And then, of course, Bill Gold, Bill Goldberg, I'd say. Kevin Green tried it. Had an Kevin Green wasn't art, bad. God, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kevin Green did, did, did a decent job. I'd say Bill Goldberg, probably the best football to wrestling. But even, even his wrestling situation was a lot of people were not happy with him because he injured yeah, a lot just of people. To, yeah, just talked to Bret Hart. 
Look, man, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dog on Brett. I, I, he's to me, he's probably the greatest wrestler of all time when you when you factor in everything. Uh, I would disagree. But if if, if draws if, if if draws who's paralyzed forgave uh, D'Lo Brown, Brett, can you freak? Can you forgive? Can you please forgive Goldberg? You're still okay. But boy, does does Bret Hart have some animosity towards stuff? I mean, even Shawn Michaels has turned into a, just a great person. I mean, he's just he's great. And when they did an interview with him, he was still ragging on him in the in the interview. And I'm just like, Bret, dude, let it go, man, let it go. But some guys again take it too seriously. <laughs> and I hope I hope I hope Dwight can do something after basketball, and I think he will. Uh, I, I I thought last year he was done. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I think I might have said it on the sh- on the show. Dwight's done. Uh, he could still play, but he's kind of in that no man's land where you're really not who you were. In every game, you it goes lower and lower. And on top of that, th- this particular set of style of game is really not for him. I don't I don't I don't know. I think I think he might you know he might want to get ahead of trying to get you know retire in five years so he can get in the hall of fame there you go indeed but those are the thoughts of joe sorrel this evening if you have any thoughts on dwight howard and the wwe or if you have any thoughts on joe's thoughts on the russell westbrook saga and how it will play out plus also of course lebron james one week away from possibly being offered an extension the first date they can do that is august the 4th so we will be here talking do I about want that him back well, that's again. Well, I want LeBron sure. back. Does the audience think I want him back? Hmm. Well, what do you, yeah, what do you think, G? What do you think? I, I think everybody's thinking that you don't want him back, but uh, either way, you spoke about him the past uh, what forty or so minutes. But I will say personally, I do want him back. Anytime you have that type of mercurial talent, if he doesn't want to stay, then you know what? Then you need to go ahead and make plans accordingly to build something off of it and to have something to account for if he leaves. You cannot let him leave for nothing. That's I don't care if you want to watch him become the all-time leading scorer as a Laker or not. You cannot let him leave for nothing. Well, what are you so, going to get for LeBron? Who's going to fork what are they going to fork out for him? Even if it's like a couple players in the draft pick or, you know, it, you should be able to get some combination that's going to help your team long term. Would that's Portland a- trade Lillard for him? I wouldn't trade Lillard. I wouldn't trade Lillard for him. Lillard, Lillard is coming, you know, off, uh, coming off an injury, and he's already in his mid thirties. That doesn't help you very much. I was. That's why I said Lillard. It, there's there's yeah. a little bit more of like Lillard. Maybe two years ago, absolutely. Plus, Lillard not, has but... just signed an extension for an outrageous price. Uh, yeah, that's that's not it. Yeah, ain't going there. Ain't going there. But okay. if everybody have thoughts out there, please let us know right here on the channel. Please go ahead and subscribe today on YouTube. Be part of our many subscribers so you can get the updates on when we're going live. You can check out the upcoming schedule that's already right there posted for you. Check us out on Twitch. Subscribe there. Also as well at Lakers Fast Break, Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. And of course, check out Joe Soro, a.k.a. Ox1947 today at LakersBall.com. Well, Joe, great to hear from you, my friend. The Nighthawks. I'm not going to make the sound like I did on that last podcast. I think that's why people tuned in today. To, okay. To okay. But I will tell you what, uh, we've got another great show planned coming up this weekend together as far as the group chat is concerned on Sunday. 
I hope to have Sean Grice. Hopefully we will work things out. We're going to choose StreamYard this time around for Sean to see if it works out for the him there for Friday. So we're going to have Lakers weekend with Sean Grice, hopefully up and running tomorrow. So we'll take a listen to that coming up. But Joe, great having you here, my friend. The Nighthawks have returned. Any last thoughts before we head on out? I'm hoping that there's something on the next show for us to talk about. Uh, my my rant tonight will likely be the last of that kind of rant because uh-huh. uh, all that does is uh, create division, even if I'm not trying to do it. But it needs to be said, too. Sometimes it's, some things need to be said. And it needed to be cleared up a little bit, and I think I cleared it up a little bit more. I know that it's been hinted at, but now you know where I stand on everything. My thing is hypocrisy is something I, I, I don't like. And it doesn't matter if you're on my favorite team or you're my family or my friends. doesn't matter what it is. If I catch you being a hypocrite, I'm going to call you out. Don't be a hypocrite. Okay. That's, that's essentially all it is. And... I want to have, I want things to work out. I want everyone to, you know, we're, we're here to figure out a way to make this work. We're here. We want to enjoy, we want to enjoy the games. We want to enjoy our life. Let's, let's, let's go towards that more. And I think a lot of times you need to bring out what's, what needs to be said. And if there's a resolution, cool. If not, then we go on to the next subject. And that's it. That's kind of where, and again, I didn't plan on, this wasn't something I planned. This, this, I didn't want to get on some soapbox, as you guys say, and, and, and preach. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I was asked. If you're going to ask me, I'm going to answer the question. Uh-huh. I didn't want to do the Nighthawks. You wanted me to do the Nighthawks. And then I'm going to do the Nighthawks because you asked me to. And if the like audience, you enjoy doing the Nighthawks, it, it, I enjoy my, I enjoy everything I do. <laughs> I know a lot about what we're talking about. I, I, I this is who I am. I'm a, this, I'm a, I'm a sports guy. I, I definitely know almost everything about my teams, and it's fun. I, I enjoy. I wanted to do this years ago, but it had to be the right setting because of the way I am. And I know it's abrasive, and I know I can skew things for people, but we're in a forum now where I think I I, I can I cannot have I don't have to worry about some larger entity telling me I can't do it. And that's that's a, that's a good thing. That's a that's a good opportunity to, to take advantage of. And if if we continue to progress then then we're we're obviously doing something right i don't i don't i don't want to again i'm not i don't watch news television i i don't watch local news uh i don't i don't do any of that stuff guys i don't i don't i i my my affiliation is with my family and my friends that's that's the the group that i'm with i am not affiliated with anyone else other than those people so know that Understand it. If you guys are going to watch the show, and if certain social or whatever things kind of come into our discussion about sports, well, I'm, I, I, I'll, I'll comment on it, and, and and I'm not going to go, you know, all in. Uh, I'm not going to go all in and ruin the show for everybody. I don't want to do that, and 
let's let's just maybe focus on the game. I I, I really want that to be it. I want to I want to focus on the games. What are we going to do next? And I I just wish there wasn't just dumb commentary going around where it, it puts a wrench in it. It just makes me just kind of throws me off and it's not enjoyable. Well, the problem is again, the NBA is not a 12 month year news cycle with continuous action and information coming on. So you got to do something to fill up that what two months. Well, this is, this is the first, well, this is the, that is true. Uh, I would say it was a 10 month uh, league. They owned, they owned July and August. And it's September and October well, where they don't really. Well, August they pretty much. Hell, even even through November them. because of the NFL. Um, well, they essentially take August off. Uh, yeah, but let's just say if 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 the Kyrie Irving trade had happened, let's say today, we're ramping and rolling in August. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're talking yeah. about all. Oh, what are we gonna do? We're gonna put Kevin Durant here. to the Celtics. Kevin, yeah, or, it's 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 to me the. It, the exciting Mitchell part of, to New York, that whole type of thing. The, the the excitement about July was talking about what we're gonna do uh, on the run up to, to the season. Yeah. Um. So let's say if people were signed July one, now you had a month or two to kind of discuss things. And then football season, I always put September as football season. That's when football season stand comes in, and then you start to see less and less NBA stuff, and you start focusing on that a little bit, but then the NBA makes its return around Christmas. Not for us. We're going to still watch it. We're just going to still, still do our thing. But in terms of the general public, they're going to, their interest is going to be solely on football until probably late December, still on football, but basketball starts to take a little bit of, of, of the, uh, of the attention of the, of the viewer. Well, we're going to try and do what we can to get your attention out there both listening and watching out there. And we truly appreciate you taking the time out of your day in doing so. Once again, it's Gerald Glasser from the Lakers Fast Break. Catch where we're at each and every time out right here on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, of course, Lakers Fast Break. Like our page there. Wherever you listen to your podcast, please go ahead and give us a five-star review. And, of course, Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. Well, looking forward towards a good weekend. We'll look... Would you mind? I'm trying to go ahead and finish up here, my friend. All right. I'm trying to go ahead and say. Was it that loud? It was that loud, yes. Wow, right. sorry. That's Well, that means you have a decent mic right there for you. But Sean Grice, hopefully I can get him on the horn for tomorrow for Lakers weekend. But definitely we'll be back on Sunday. Got it right there programmed on our YouTube channel. Coming up this weekend on Sunday, looking at about 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 5.30 Pacific. Hopefully, we will go ahead and see you then. But if not, you can always catch us on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and, of course, wherever you get your podcasts, right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.